0: Hey, welcome to New City Online and Merry Christmas. We're so glad you're joining us today. And if this is your first time with us, we want to say a special welcome to you. We'd love to know you're tuning in online and help you connect to all that God is doing at New City. You can do that at newcity.us slash connect. And each year on Christmas Eve, we take up a Christmas serve offering. This is money that we turn around and give away 100% to the needs of our city and world. The theme of the offering this year is displacement. Because of the COVID pandemic and the crisis in Afghanistan, thousands of individuals are being displaced in Charlotte and in other parts of the world. In fact, over 22,000 households are facing eviction due to the impact of COVID in the Charlotte area. And thousands of Afghan refugees have been displaced from their country and are seeking safety and hope in the U.S. At New City, we believe this is an opportunity for the love of Jesus to show through our words and generosity in the lives of those in these desperate situations. We're partnering with organizations to do just that, to have an impact for good, to see change, and to share the hope of Jesus. If you'd like to give today toward the Christmas Serve offering, you can do that at newcity.us. Now let's continue to worship together.
1: Sing, sing, sing Joy to the world. Sim, sim the God of glory, Lord of a our hearts unfold like flowers before Thee, opening to the sun. Is there a story That's ever been told Where a king steps off his throne To live with the lowest The poor and the needy Moves into our neighborhood Who could imagine the word from the star now has to learn how to speak. The babe in the manger, so helpless and small, and he is the almighty. From Nazareth, lowly and humble, seeing and feeling with us, like your friend Lazarus, We raised from the grave. You shed holy tears for our pain, and oh, we you well. Our God has come to raise. God has come to rescue us and oh Christ the Lord Father, we know that you are the God who saves. You are the God who rescues. And we celebrate that, that you sent your son to be with us, to rescue us. Would you remind us even now of your presence with us now? May we be reminded of your love for us and the depths your compassion. You are the light of the world. You are the hope of the world, and we place our trust in you and in you alone, and we pray all this in Jesus' name.
2: Have you ever been lost before? You ever been lost before, Rodney? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, some of you right now, you're in the car listening or watching this, and you're you, maybe you're looking over at the person driving because uh, they've been lost before. You're in your living room watching with your family right now. Um, some of you would say, "Hey, I've never been lost. I just I'm just exploring. I'm just right. exploring. I'm I'm not I'm not lost." I remember uh, being lost. It's, it's actually one of my first memories as a kid. I'm, I wonder what you know, like your first memories are. What's crazy is like I can still access the feeling of, of being lost. And I was probably like five or six. Our family went to a local mall and we're just kind of walking around. And somehow I got separated. And, and even to this day, I can, I can access that feeling of, of looking at everybody around me that were like just huge in my mind. Um, and I remember thinking like, did they know that I'm lost? Mm. Um, where's my family? I, are, are are they looking for me? Is my is my family looking looking for me? Is is anybody coming for me? You ever felt that before? You ever been lost before? Uh, Kurt Thompson, who is a, a, a psychologist, says that all of us are born looking for someone who's looking for us. Yeah, Isn't that an amazing quote. That all of us are born like searching for someone who's searching for us, and and like the you know the definition of intimacy. Um, which we all desire as people because we're just wired up for that, um, is to know and to be known, mm-hmm. right? And so all of us come into the world just looking for someone that wants
3: to know us, uh, that's searching for us, that's, that's looking for us. Yeah. You know, I think what, what stands out to me about being lost is sometimes it has nothing to do with a physical location, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a memory that stands out to me about being lost is when my mother passed suddenly, When I was 18 years old. And Mm. and for me, you know, that's exactly how I felt. I felt, I felt lost. I had thoughts like, how could I go on with life? And will I ever be happy again? Mm. And what would life be like now without my mother? Mm. Because see, for me, Chris, like what I what I realized was that my mother's death exposed a void in me, a longing in me that not even she, as much as she loved us, mm-hmm. right, as great as, of a mother as she was, it exposed a void that not even she could fill. Mm-hmm. What I didn't know then was that three years later, I would be introduced to someone, mm-hmm. the only one mm-hmm. who could fill that void in me, yes. the one who was actually looking for me, mm-hmm. the one who was looking for me. And so you might be asking, what does any of this have to do with Christmas? What does it have to do with the Christmas story? Mm-hmm. And the truth is, is that the message of Christmas is not just information about God yeah. to us. Yeah. It's confirmation that God is with us. Yeah, I love that. Yeah,
2: um, yeah I mean, Christmas is really the greatest rescue story yeah.
3: ever. Yeah, that's
2: good. You know, um, that God came to, Jesus said, I came to seek and to save that which was lost. lost." And that's what Christmas is. And so there's these four announcements in the Gospels. So the Gospels are the first four books of the New Testament, and they're just the story of the life and ministry of Jesus. And there's four different announcements, if you will, of Christmas, of Jesus coming. And the announcements are given by angels. Mm -hmm. And interestingly, the word angel actually means messenger. So angels, first and foremost, are messengers of God's good news. And this was the, the, the greatest of all news, right? The greatest of all announcements. But the, the cool thing, Rodney, um, with what you're saying you know, about Christmas not just being information but confirmation that God is with us, is that these announcements were not just announcements. Yeah. They were an acknowledgment. It's an acknowledgment. The, of, of who you are and and your lostness and and our need to find someone who wants to find us. Yeah. And so in each of these announcements in the Gospels, so there was an announcement um, to a couple named Zachariah and Elizabeth. There was, of course, an announcement to Mary, mm-hmm. the mother of Jesus. There was an announcement to Joseph. Um, and then tonight we want to talk about an announcement to the shepherds. Yeah. And in each of those announcements, there's also an acknowledgment of their own brokenness and and fear. And you know what all of those announcements have in common, these two words that the angel says to to all of those characters in the Christmas story, that first Christmas, all all of those announcements that they gave have two words in common, fear not, fear not. You know, we we, we all have these common fears, these, these core fears. Um, again, like, is anybody looking for me? Um, does anybody see me? Does anybody hear me? Is is God at work? Like, is He yeah. doing something in my life? Is there something to be to be hopeful about? And and I love um, that in the Christmas story and these announcements that God addresses each of those core fears that we have. So it wasn't just information in the clouds that Jesus is here. It was an acknowledgement that I I see you
1: yeah.
2: and I hear you and I and I'm working and 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 I came to find you.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And that was, think about it, for me, like that was my biggest fear, yeah. losing my mother. Like, will anybody see me the way she did? Yeah, and care you for me. Will you. anybody see me, care yeah. for me, love yeah. me the way she did? Yeah. And little did I know that the one looking for me loves me like nobody can ever love me. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. So, mm-hmm. so tonight, we want to talk about this final announcement. This final announcement, fear not, Jesus has come to find you. Mm-hmm. And so for some of us today, what that means is, is he, he's coming to find us to begin a relationship with us, yeah. right, begin a, a love relationship like we've never known. But for others of us, what that means is that he's come to deepen his relationship by finding us right where we are, mm-hmm. in the middle of our situation, in the middle of our brokenness, in the middle of our pain. Mm-hmm. Not about, I don't know about you, but that's good news for you. Yeah, that's for good sure. news. So if you have a copy of the scriptures, I want to invite you mm-hmm. to turn now with us to Luke chapter number two. We're going to begin at verse number eight. Luke chapter two, verse number
2: eight. Yeah, and this is, the, this is that final announcement to the shepherds on the night that Jesus... Uh, was born and the passage uh, begins as Rodney said, Luke chapter two, verse eight. Uh, the night that, that night, uh, the night that Jesus was born, uh, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. And suddenly, suddenly, just go there in your mind's eye uh, tonight with us. An angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them, and they were terrified. Mm. They were terrified. Verse 10, but the angel reassured them, don't be afraid. Fear not, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. Roddy and I just want to share a couple of thoughts with you tonight about this this final announcement that is really an acknowledgement of our fear of, is anybody looking for me? Mm -hmm. And this confirmation that, yes, uh, fear not, Jesus came to find you and we just want to share a couple of things uh, from this this final announcement to the shepherds of the of the Christmas story that Jesus has come. And the first one is this that that God finds us, that he finds you where you are. Mm. Right? And that's not just physically, but it's emotionally and and spiritually God finds you where you are. You know, every other world religion in some form or fashion mm. says You've got to find God. You've got to work your way to God. You've got to pray a certain prayer. You've got to take a certain pilgrimage. You've got to uh, attain a certain level of morality or giving or lifestyle in order to be able mm. to, to work your way to God. Christianity stands alone in all the other uh, pantheon of world religions in saying that God came to find mm. you. You. I mean, that's the Christmas story, that, that God left heaven and came to earth to, to become one of us, to, to explain himself to us, uh, to reveal himself to us so that we could have a, a lasting and loving relationship with us and, and have that place in our hearts filled that even the people that love us the most could never fully fill uh, only that can happen through relationship with Christ. So, the first thing that we want you to hear from this, this announcement of the birth of Christ to the shepherds is that, that God finds you uh, where you are. Now, I just want you to look at verse 8 really quickly with us in chapter 2 of Luke that where are the shepherds, right? Specifically for their story, where did God find them? Well, we learned in verse 8 that it was in a, in a field um, at night, watching sheep. Um, so, not the greatest of physical circumstances. They're outside the city, they're in a cold field, it's at night, and they're with a bunch of, of, of smelly animals. In fact, if you know anything about the shepherds and their story and just kind of where they were in the world and in life, they were like considered the lowest of the low. It was like the worst profession that you could have. And, and, and spiritually, this is, this is amazing, right? To think about this in the context of the Christmas story and God finding us where we are. The shepherds, check this out, they were not allowed to enter into the temple to worship in Jerusalem because they were considered unclean. Because of their profession, because of their, their place in life, they weren't allowed access. Uh, into the temple to, to worship God, to glorify God, and to, to be in his presence and his mm-hmm. glory. And I just want to say again, look at verse 9 with me. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. Mm. Uh, to me, this is beautiful because God finds them where they are, and he brings his glory to them. You know, uh, John 1, 14, and the message says, the word became flesh, Jesus became flesh, and moved into the neighborhood. He moved into your neighborhood. He moved into my neighborhood. God found us where we are. He finds us where we are, and he doesn't leave us as we are, right? He surrounds us with his glory, and he brings this good news that's gonna be great joy for, for who? For all people,
3: you and for me. Wow, that's so good. That's so good. And the second thing we want you to know from this Christmas message is that God loves you as you are. God loves you as you are. As Chris just alluded to, the shepherds were considered unclean. They were considered unclean. But hear this. They understood more about the Christmas story and about Jesus than all of the high priests and all of the religious leaders Hmm. in all of Jerusalem. They understood more. So, so so, what I want you to get today is God loves you as you are. So your fears, your pains, your anxiety, your current condition that you may not feel so good about, mm-hmm. that does not disqualify you from the love of God. It doesn't disqualify you. I need you to hear this today, that God loves you as you are. Mm-hmm. You want to know what the what the most famous Christmas scripture is? It's John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave. Mm -hmm. He so loved the world that he gave. Mm -hmm. And it was that love, that love for you and I, in spite of where we are, in spite of how we feel. It was that love for us that causes him to come and find us right where we are. Mm. So no matter where you are watching this, no matter how you're feeling, I need you to understand and know today that God is coming to find you because he loves you, because he loves you just as you are.
2: Yeah. Jesus came to find you where you are. He's he's searching for you. He's looking for you. The Christmas story cements that, right? Um, And every time we tell this Christmas story, um, we're reminded of God's love for us. Um, that he came uh, to find us, and he finds us where we are, um, and he tells us who we are, um, and he loves us as we are. And, and as he tells us who we are here, li- listen to the passage. I want to just read it to you. Uh, picking up in verse 12, um, the angel says to the shepherds, you're going to recognize Jesus by the sign. You're going to find a baby wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in a manger. And then just, yeah, just go here with me in your mind's eye if you can. In verse 13, suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, could have been millions, Mm. of other angels. It actually says the armies of heaven, uh, out here with the shepherds, finding them right where they are and and loving them just as they are and now telling them who they are. And then they're praising God and they're saying, glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. Verse fifteen: When the angels had returned, or when, yeah, when the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, "Let's go to Bethlehem, and let's see this thing that has happened that the Lord has told us about." God tells us who we are. He finds us where we are. He loves us as we are, and then He begins to speak truth and identity about who we are. And so the the, the shepherds say, hey, we've been told this good news about Jesus and who he is. He's the Messiah. He came for us. He's looking for us. Let's go see this thing that the Lord told us about. And then verse 16, finishing up right here. They hurried to the village, right? And they found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. Hmm. And after seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what happened that night in the field and what the angel had said about this child. And all uh, who heard the shepherds' story were astonished. Verse 19, but Mary kept these things in her heart and thought about them often. Mm-hmm. And then final, final verse tonight, verse 20, Luke 2, the shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, mm-hmm. just as the angel had told them. You know, God finds us where we are, he, he loves us as we are, as Rodney reminded us, that God so loved you that he gave his son, that he sent his son, that, that Christmas happened. I love that. That mm. John 3.16 is, is probably the most famous and appropriate verse at Christmas, that God loved you, that God loved me, and so he sent Jesus. So Christmas happened. And then, then finally, that God tells us who we are. And we see that here in verses 12 through 20 that the shepherds, after they've after they've been found uh, by God and, mm-hmm. and loved by God and told about Jesus and, and the work that he's gonna do as Messiah, uh, then he begins to, to tell them who they are and what they're gonna find and what the sign will be. And they act on that. And they, 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 they live out of who God told them to be. And there's a lot of voices in life and in this world that wanna tell you who you are and what you need to be and what you need to do. But the Christmas story, the Christmas story informs us of, of who we are, yeah. and God tells us and reminds us of the truth of who we are that we we're, we're loved, that He came looking for us, that he that He sees us, that he hears us that he's that he's working that he that he came to find us and I, I love this just final thought here. you know the shepherds were still shepherds yeah. after after that first yeah. Christmas, yeah. Uh, look at verse. Look at verse twenty. They they went back to their fields. They went back to their flocks. They were good shepherds. They didn't want to leave their flocks there by the, by themselves uh, in the fields. They went back to their flocks and went back to shepherding and went back to the life that God called them to. But they were changed in their hearts. Mm, mm. You know, if you look at the circumstances between verse eight and verse twenty in the Christmas narrative, their circumstances really don't change. They go back to that field at night with a bunch of smelly, you know, sheep. Mm. And they were still looked up upon by other people with disdain. But, but, but listen, God told them who they are, mm. that they're loved, mm-hmm. that they aren't just shepherds, that they're sons. And something changed in their, their hearts. So they look at verse 20. They, they returned to the field uh, glorifying God and praising God for all that they had heard and seen. They, they experienced God. They experienced his love. They, they experienced that, that he came looking for them. They, they experienced intimacy, to know and to be known. And look at the last little phrase there in verse 20. It was all just as the angel did say. That announcement of Jesus became an acknowledgment of, mm. of who they were, that God loves us as we are, that he, that he, that he finds us where we are, right? Right? that He speaks His love to us just right in our circumstance, right where we are, um, that, God, that God loves you. And then He, he tells us who we are,
3: yeah.
2: that, that He allows us to experience um, Christmas, not just as information, but in our hearts, yeah. um, to see and to hear and to know that God's looking for us and that He loves us. Yeah.
3: We all come into the world hmm. looking for someone who's looking for us. Mm-hmm. Friends, the truth is that Jesus didn't come to find us just so we can read about him in a history book. No, no, no. He, he came so that you and I would know him in our hearts. That's his desire for us. So maybe you're feeling like I felt, like life would never be the same. Maybe you're mm-hmm. feeling like you'll never be, be, be happy again. Mm-hmm. But I want to challenge and encourage you to believe what God says about you, mm-hmm. to believe his truth about you. Yes, your feelings are valid. Yes, yes, you've been frustrated. There's been some, some things happening in life that hasn't gone the way you would like for them to go. But our challenge and our encouragement tonight mm-hmm. is first to remind you that, that Jesus has come to find you mm-hmm. right where you are today and that he loves you mm-hmm. in spite of where you are, in spite of what it is that you're going through. And that's the Christmas message, Mm -hmm. the love of Jesus towards all of us. And that's what we're going to leave you with today. That's awesome,
2: man. That's the bottom line, bottom line truth. Um, If you don't remember anything else from this Christmas message, Rodney, and I pray that you'll remember this. Fear not. The same words that the angel spoke to the shepherds that first Christmas, fear not, Jesus came to find you. He came to find you. It's good news of great joy for all people, for you uh, and for me. So Rodney and I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas, you and your family. Uh, we love you very much. Uh, we wanna invite you to join us uh, at New City in the new year. We've got a great year planned and we want you to be a part of it and journey with us in this faith community. Um, and again, Merry Christmas, we
3: love you very much. Uh, we'd love to pray for you tonight. God, thank you for our friends and for our family. Wherever they are watching this tonight, thank you for your reminder of just how much you love us. Mm. And through this series, God, you've encouraged us, God, and you've met us right in the middle of our fears and our anxieties and our concerns and our frustrations. But we pray, God, that you would help us instead of believing the lies that those emotions could tell us, that we will believe
1: mm.
3: what you say about us that we will believe the truth, and that is that you love us,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and that we could take comfort in that instead of our fears. So. so we thank you tonight, God, and we pray for those who may be in the middle of a deep struggle today. We pray and believe by faith that you are meeting them right where they are, mm-hmm. right in their living room, right in the coffee shop, right in the midst of their family, so. wherever they are right now in this moment, God. We're so. believing that your love would encapsulate them.
1: hmm
3: And that they would walk away from this encounter, this this experience, believing and knowing the truth. And that truth is that they don't have to fear. Mm -hmm. Because you've come to find them because you love them. Thank you for this Christmas season. Thank you for this holiday season. Mm -hmm. Thank you for time with family and friends, God. Mm -hmm. And in all of our encounters, may each of us leave those spaces feeling closer, more loved Mm -hmm. by you. In Christ's name, amen. 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 Merry Christmas.
1: see So